Tiny Tales presents Pornama. The child who would be a god was tied by a thread to the moon. A strand of moonlight wove through his ribs and knotted around his heart. When he slept, he floated off his bed, and if the moon was full, he would drift towards the window which his mother locked every night. On full moon nights, the child's mother lashed his hands to the bed and anchored pots filled with rocks to his ankles. When the moon was at its highest and the night was steely, he strained against his ties and his back arched like a bridge. She feared that the pull of the moon would take his heart right out of his chest, and she cried out, as if the pain was in hers. She tied the longest rope she could find around him and tethered the other end around her waist. She would feed the rope out and watch him rise above the treetops, still asleep and still dreaming with his arms yearning for the moon. She wished she could give it to him the moon that he wanted. She wished that she could pluck it out of the sky like a fruit and believe that there was nothing she could not do for her child. The tug of the rope around her waist reminded her of the cord of blood that had bound them while she was carrying him. When she reeled him in, hand over hand on the heavy rope, she felt as if she was trying to draw him back into the emptiness of her body. At the rope's end, she clasped him to her, his skin cool from night and dew. She sensed the void in him, a space so deep and vast that his voice was swallowed into its depths. Soon the priests and the doctors came for him. He is possessed of the evil, they said. He is an innocent soul, she said. You know not what evil looks like. They saw the shimmering thread that went into his heart, as thin as a spider's silk, they set their scissors and shears to it, but the thread notched their blades. The strongest arm in the village hacked it with an axe and could not break it. But they realized they felt no fear in the child's presence. 
they saw that his cherubic countenance was one of peace, that his ways with birds and insects were gentle, and that the mother was a good woman. The gods must have sent him, they said. They took him to the temple and rang the bells, for a god had come amongst them. They bathed him in milk, dressed him in rich cloth, and put him on a pedestal. The bells pealed for him every night, and the people of the village came to see the child. They called him Purnama, child of the moon. He was three years old. But he is my child, said his mother, and that is not his name. You have been blessed, they said. Be happy now that your job is done. On full moon nights, the whole village would come out to watch Purnama fly, this magical child god. They garlanded him with flowers and pinned their written prayers to his garments so that he might carry their hopes and wishes to the skies. A custom started that once a year, a young mother would be chosen from the village to braid a length of rope from the year's harvest of hemp and cotton. In mid-autumn, when the moon's pull was at its strongest, the new rope would be added to Purnama's ties, and the village would celebrate with round cakes, boiled eggs, and sweet tea. In this way, Purnama floated a little higher every year, but never so high that they could not bring him back down. When he turned twelve, his mother saw the beginnings of a man in her son. He had grown tall and angular, strength biding in his bones. She saw her own eyes in his, which were not those of any god, but of a boy halfway to being a man. She sharpened her largest knife, and at the next full moon, she hid it in her dress and went the temple. Purnama was covered with flowers and bits of paper when they brought him out. Lighter than air, he floated upwards, and when the rope that bound him was pulled taut, she rushed out with her knife. She slashed at the rope made by all the mothers after her and cut him free. When the villagers fell upon her, the last thing she saw was a shadow move across the moon. Purnama awakened 
into a silence. Where there was once a single keening note in his head, there was now nothing. He looked down and saw the dark land and glimmering lake far below. He rose higher and higher until he could see the curve of the earth's edge like the swell of a mother's belly. The moon's thread tightened around his heart. Tighter and tighter it wound, and his heart beat like a tolling bell. Today's episode of Tiny Tales was written by Shi Li Kao. Shi Li Kao lives in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Her stories were published most recently in Mekong Review, Short Fiction Journal, The Anti-Humanist, and Mud Season Review. She's the author of a short story collection, Ripples and Other Stories, and a novel, The Sum of Our Follies. Follow her on Twitter at Shili Kao, S-H-I-H-L-I-K-O-W. Pornama was narrated by R.E. Rule. Music, mixing, and production by Frank Narat. Additional production from Matthew Ferrandino. Please consider becoming a patron of the show. For just $1 per month, you help maintain the show and you receive exclusive access to Tiny Tales soundtracks. Visit tinytalespodcast.com and click on Membership for details. And be sure to follow us on our new Instagram account, at Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>